Just a warning, this week this uh, may not be suitable for children. I don't think any adults will have any problems, but may want not to have the kids listen to this one. Recently watched a movie, Old Man and the Sea, a rendition, uh, a movie adaptation of the book by Ernest Hemingway. Loved the book when I was young and read it and um, really enjoyed this this movie rendition. And there's one thing in particular I, I wanted to mention about it. The movie portrays, and I don't think the book does this, but the movie portrays that there's this writer in this town and he's he's finding out about this man who's been 84 days without catching a fish, this fisherman, and he's writing the story. Now, in the book, I don't remember that being the case. It was just the story of the man going out to, to catch this great fish. But in the movie, you get this idea like it's, it's Hemingway who's um, finding this story. And so you're seeing the story unfold while the writer is discovering the story. And I liked that. That worked well. But here's the thing that I, I really liked. The writer and his wife are in this little town, and the, whoever made the movie had the opportunity. They they could have um, centralized it and and um, thrown in um, sexual content, but they didn't do that, and it actually surprised me, pleasantly surprised. I kind of kept half expecting them to try to throw that in, and they didn't. And I was really surprised. And it made me realize how we've been ruining literature and movies for a long time in this way. Not to say that the birds and the bees and all of that is not a part of life. But there's a way to handle it when it needs to be told, in a way that is uplifting. But the fact is, is that most stories, it doesn't have to be told. In most stories, it's thrown in. I shouldn't say most, I suppose, because I don't know how many stories are romances. And um, But even romances, I don't believe, need to throw that in. So it's obvious at this point that I have a particularly pious bent in that way. But it's something more than that. I think the thing that struck me about this movie is that the movie didn't have anything to do with sex. And it was as if the director, the writer, the people who shaped the film realized and recognized this. It was like someone said, well, I can imagine someone saying, all right, so you got Hemingway and his wife. All right, where are we going to throw in the sex scene? And the director says, I don't think we're going to do that. And the other guy's like, well, why? And I can hear the director saying, well, because it would detract from the story. Right. <laughs> and it's as if movie makers have been throwing that in for so long that we've forgotten. Well, and not just movie makers, novel writers, storytellers, comic book writers, etc., etc., have been doing it for so long that we've forgotten that it's bad writing. It's bad storytelling. And yes, it's bad in the sense that it has a tendency to pull downward upon the moral framework 
of society and of the individuals it touches. But what, what's on my mind and what struck me about the movie is that it's all so bad in that it makes for bad literature. The story is strongest when it is focused, when everything in the story is focused upon one theme, when our minds are not constantly drawn off in this and that direction. And this particular movie would have been damaged, this story would have been damaged by throwing that in or trying to weave that into the theme. So when you set out to tell a story, one of the key principles is that you get to say one thing, one small, simple theme. And a short one at that. You need to be able to say what your story is about in one sentence or less. Now, people may argue over what the theme of a deep story is, but it's always simple. It's always one thing, even when you grapple to find the words to express it. And this is why I believe there is a shift happening. For this and many other reasons, it feels as if the big production studios have missed the mark, not just morally, but I get the feeling that people just aren't going to stand for such movies and stories anymore. I have the feeling it's over. I don't know how long it will take, but people are tired of this. Pornography is readily available for those who desire it. But people go to the movies to find meaning. They read books to find meaning, to be uplifted. I say people, not all people. There are many, perhaps the great mass of people, go to be entertained. And that's not something I really understand. The desire for pure entertainment and diversion. And I get the feeling that we're reaching a crucial tipping point because even those who just seek for diversion and entertainment, I believe will eventually grow so empty like the media they watch that they too will begin to shy away from such content, hungering, thirsting for anything with meaning. We'll see. I don't know if it'll all come in a row right now, but I will, as time goes on, be talking more about stories and about some of these important aspects of stories. And this is just one. For the most part, I'm unplugging from the Hollywood machine. I wonder, are you? Are you tired of this thing that I've described? If you get a chance, or if you, if you decide to and you want to, I'm not sure if you can even do this on the podcast, but I know you can on YouTube. I'd love to hear a comment about it. I really think it's over for many of the big production companies. And I think I'm repeating myself now.
<laughs> so I guess I'll sign off. The other thing I'd love to hear, if you can make a comment somewhere there, is any movies or books that you've experienced that lifted you up and didn't drag you through the mud, but that seemed like were good literature, well-written, but wholesome, focused, deep. Thanks, and God bless you all.